for our communion meditation, I would like to consider one phrase from Ephesians 3 and verse 18, but I'm going to read it in context, beginning at verse 16. Paul was praying that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now that is absolutely packed with precious truths concerning the love of God, but I'm just going to focus in on that one phrase there, that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height of God's love. He calls us to know, to comprehend God's love, uh, so that by faith we can live out that love to others. And I want to, first of all, just meditate a bit on the concept of the breadth of Christ's love. We can understand a bit of the breadth of His love when we compare it or contrast it really with how small the circle of our love tends to be. You know, we tend to like people and love people who are like us and who share our ideas and uh, share uh, some of the uh, values and the interests that we have. And we tend to shun people who are different from us. And the disciples really were no different. They were shocked at some of the actions that Jesus took. For example, when he reached out, didn't just com command the leper to be healed. He didn't need to touch him, but he went and touched that leper who probably hadn't been touched in years and years and was probably more overwhelmed by the touch than he was by the fact that he was healed. And the disciples must have thought, wow, his love reaches that far? I mean, this is an untouchable. Uh, or when he called a tax gatherer to be a disciple. Or he healed the servant of a Gentile soldier, a soldier from an oppressive army. I mean, that goes way beyond what Jews would have felt comfortable in terms of the circle of their love. But God's love caused him to save a harlot, to speak to a Samaritan woman. The love of God, which overflowed in Christ's heart, really transcended boundaries of race, culture, geography, taboo, and social convention. And when you think about it, his love was so broad, it included you and me. And the more you meditate on the breadth of his love, the more it ought to make our hearts well up in praise and adoration to him and say, Lord, my love is so shallow. Please help me to grow in the kind of love that you have shown to me. A second, consider how deep his love was. It was so deep, he was willing to go to the depths of hell on our behalf. He was willing to reach to the gutter to save uh, believers. And think of the number of times that you've offended God, and yet He still loves you. You know, our love tends to shrivel up over the slightest offenses. Even the people that we love, we, we shut off our love, our, our hearts of compassion from them with slight offenses, and yet God continues to love us despite the many offenses that we have made. Uh, think of the depth of sin from which He snatched your souls and I think it'll cause you to realize the depth of his love to you. So when your love starts uh, ebbing, 
that's not as great as it should be to, to those who are around you, start meditating on the breadth and the depth of God's love and ask him, Lord, renew that love within me. Thirdly, it is a high love. Uh, I, I don't think you could imagine any love that's higher than the love that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have to each other. And yet, John 15, verse 9 says, Just as the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. That's credible to think about. Just as the Father loved the Son, the Son loves us, and He wants us to abide in that kind of love. And um, He has such a high love for us that uh, when we come to the Lord's table, uh, we ought to realize, Lord, just as Gary said at the beginning of the service, I am weak. I can't love the way that you've called me to love. But by faith, I lay claim to this sacrament that promises that when we are weak, then we are strong, that Christ can love others through me as I can't in my own, in my own strength. And then lastly, it is a long love. Just as Jesus could say of the Father, you loved me before the foundation of the world, John 17, 24. Ephesians 1 says, in love having predestined us and indicates that his love was for us before the world began. And his love is so long, it stretches not just from eternity past, it stretches into eternity future. That is long. And it causes uh, him to persevere in his love toward us. John 13, verse 1 says of Jesus, Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. To the end. It's not a kind of love that grows tired and gives up on people quickly. It is a persevering love. So when he said, this is my body which is broken for you, he was affirm it, that he had a kind of love that was willing to die on our behalf. When he promised to be with them till the end of his love, lo, uh, to the end of this age, he was promising to have a long love, an enduring love. So if your love has grown shallow this morning, or short, or narrow, or small, Go to the one who is the source of this love and ask him, Lord, shed abroad in my heart once again that love that has obviously slipped out of my being and enable me to love as you love. Let's go to the Lord's table with thanksgiving. Father, we do thank you and bless you that you are the God who loves us, who cares for us, and we want to have at least some dimension of that love that you have shown to us we want to have that kind of love for others and so i pray father as we come to this table as we partake of it that by faith you would instill in our heart some of the height and breadth and depth and length of the love that you have shown to us and we pray this in christ's name amen Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which he was betrayed, uh, took the bread, he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, our Savior also took the cup, gave it to his disciples, and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. And Father, we do remember what Christ has done. We glory in the love that you showed from eternity past, that Christ showed in his sacrifice. 
and that the Holy Spirit continues to show in us as he perseveres in sanctifying us. And we pray that we would indeed be sanctified, that you would stir up once again that love, that supernatural love that you have promised to shed abroad into the heart of everyone who puts faith in you. May we partake of this table in faith. And to that end, I pray that you would set aside these common elements to a holy use and you would be glorified in our partaking. In Jesus' name, amen.